Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Energy Field podcast channel, where we talk about a variety of mental health awareness and wellness subjects. So today is the 12th episode in a series I like to call Mindset Leaders, Creating Our Best Self. This series is all about connecting with leaders in various fields of mindset and or business, and at times both, and taking a peek behind the curtain to explore a bit about what makes them tick and how they prepare for a big day of crushing their goals, being their best self, all while making an impact on the collective good around them. So we're here with our guest, Rob Larson of Advantage Mindset. Thank you so much for joining us, Rob. How are you doing today? I'm really good, Phil. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be speaking with you today. Um, it's morning at the moment here in Melbourne. So it's just on 7 a.m. Just gone past 7 a.m. actually. So yeah, really excited to, to have a great conversation with you. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to connect from uh, opposite ends of the world. You know, as you said, you're in Melbourne in Australia. I am in London in Canada, about 16 hours apart in time difference, but able to have a conversation live like that is pretty cool. So, you know, I love to start by exploring a bit about what I had mentioned in the introduction. So and I've often found that many different business leaders who are doing, you know, different great things in their life, they have daily routines that help set them up well in a way that serves their best self. So I know for myself, you know, this often involves a different variety of different self-care and personal development type routines. So do you have a consistent routine in your life that you like to utilize each day to bring out the best in yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do. But my, uh, my routine will change from, I guess, period to period. So it won't always be exactly the same. Um, so at times I'll, I'll get up vigilantly, usually get up early, um, about five o'clock at the moment. So when I've been getting up, I'm trying to get some things out of the way, uh, depending on what sort of I'm doing in my active life. I will, I'll have a good breakfast, a healthy breakfast. That's a really important part of my morning routine at the moment. But at other times, depending on what my goals might be around my health, I might be fasting for a while. And, but black coffee was something that was really paramount to my morning routine, but I've been steering away from, from coffee lately. Um, and trying to have it a little bit later in the day. Um, but depending on if, if I'm going to work, I'll always try to get out to the gym when I can, first off, or get out, get active. I've been going for walks lately in the morning. Um, I find that's really, really good to, to get out and just get some fresh air, listen to the world, kind of wake up. That's something something that's pretty beneficial can't always happen but I try and make sure that you get out and enjoy it so I live in a, a place where there's a lot of forest and animals and birds and stuff so it's really relaxing get up have a clear mind and think about the day ahead yeah, definitely I feel like it's something that I'm very similar in that sense where 
especially you know, during this, for me, the seasons are a little more uh, extreme fluctuation when it comes to summer and spring and winter and things like that. And so I, I found that during the summer for myself, it was very similar. I like to get outside in the warm sun, just hearing, hearing the different animals that are running around, you know, just observing nature in general and just a very relaxing, peaceful way to kind of bring in the day. And then as winter started coming around, I found that I was almost, I was kind of creating a bit of a limiting belief there in the sense that I would look out the window and go, oh, after that, I'm not going out in that minus 10 degrees Celsius weather. You know, that doesn't look inviting. I'm going to stay here where it's nice and warm inside. So I decided, you know, more, more recently that I should try and, you know, push that comfort zone and just in a similar way, whether it's warm or cool, start the day by just getting outside for 10 or 15 minutes or whatever it is and kind of kickstarting with fresh air and, you know, just being grateful for the opportunity to do so. So I found that for myself, it's really been beneficial to really kind of get my day kickstarted in that way as well. Yeah, that's, um, I can really resonate with that. And occasionally, um, yeah, I like to do a little bit of learning early in the day as well. So I'll be listening to audio books or podcasts and give me something to think about outside of just music because I found listening to music is really great, but um, it's not really a super productive use of, of learning. Um, but yeah, you can enjoy music, but you won't really learn much just listen to the songs you like all the time. So I've found that making that part of my routine on my commute to work and sometimes out on the walk, uh, podcasts, audio books, and yeah, just, just hearing what other people have to say through, through those platforms is, is really helpful. Awesome. I love it. I'm very similar as well. You know, I find that for me, music is, more of like I find it's kind of an evening activity for me more than anything as compared to listening to something educational or something that's going to help us burn early in the day because I find for me it's kind of like a way to just relax and you know just kind of let the day just sort of find grounding and be centering myself after the, the at the end of the day and kind of create relaxation in that manner and you know I, I find that for myself learning about different kinds of self-care stemmed from experiencing different challenges in my life and learning how to overcome them. So awareness of some of the things that kept me stagnant also inspired me to grow. Did your experience bring a similar journey? And if it did, you know, can you expand a bit on how some of your current routine self-care habits have helped, have helped you to overcome different challenges in your life? Yeah, definitely. I um, the uh, self care has been something that's been really important to me to learn, understand, and as I've gone down my own journey, like uh, at first, it's kind of really tokenistic in my mind, a sense like oh yeah, well self care, like that's a bit overrated. Mm. But now after practicing it for so long, definitely finding the value in self-care can look different in many different ways. So like self-care 
we all do in certain ways. Um, how I fit into my routine is I'm trying to make sure what I'm putting into my, my body is like decent. I make sure the nutrition I get is is really good because I know when I'm when I've got good quality nutrition food in my body, then my body's going to perform and my thinking is going to be clearer. So um, definitely, like the pillars for me to form my life around is definitely based around health and fitness. Um, but that's not everything so but that's definitely my strong point is to have healthy choices and habits and routines so sleep is a massive a massive factor for me making sure that that i can get adequate sleep and and get a rhythm going a decent routine of sleep um really seeing the benefits of that actually where it's been my sleep patterns have been very sporadic for a long time um so yeah i mean that's self-care in a sense the way that the way that i see it it's not always just sitting around meditating and things like that but i certainly have noticed in periods of when i'm frustrated or um something's a little bit it's getting in the way, like it's making me a little bit agitated. If I can focus on the the now, so the the present, and and do some breathing, and and just sort of look at things and appreciate them, that's something I've really, really gotten good at. So it would have better if I was standing in a hurricane. I could be like, hey, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. I had a few distractions and it had good. to move. I feel like there's definitely a number of different good points there. The one one of them that really stood up to me was that I, you know, the aspect of having a good sleep. I know in my own experience, I used to be the type of person that would deal with deal with um, you know, insomnia from time to time. And really an average night's sleep for many years during my twenties was like three or four hours of sleep where, you know, I feel like as I've learned and as I've grown, I've figured out, well, okay, our bodies need a little bit more than that. And as you said, kind of having a consistent routine of when we're getting that sleep rather, rather than it being so sporadic. And I know for myself as well, it made a very big difference, especially just, you know, I kind of have a lifestyle that's very action packed. You know, I got, there's times when I've got to go to work, got to, do my own personal development, self-care, family time. And I feel like for many of us, it's very much the same. There's a lot of different things you want to squeeze in a day. And if we aren't really well rest, well rested, we're only going to be going at it with half a gas tank and, you know, probably not kind of giving it our best, um, you know, the, the best of the energy that we can put into that in that point in time. So I feel like it's, you know, I guess it comes back to the idea that we really to build a strong house you know, of our life per se, we got to have that strong foundation and having a good rest from my experience. And it sounds like from yours as well is pretty paramount to have that foundation staying strong. Otherwise without a good rest, you know, so everything else just kind of falls over like a house of cards. Yeah, definitely. The, 
speak about the, the rest a little bit more is the, the stress that that your body's under, the stress that your mind's under and is throughout your day. And uh, I know that for me, being super active, doing a lot of exercise and pushing my, my physical limits on the regular sort of, it means I get a lot of inflammation and stress in my body. So um, sleep is um, really important because that's when uh, my body can recover and repair itself. So if I have a few shocking sleeps in a row, I'm going to really feel it, my joints and how my body moves and cramps and, and different things. And I even can come down to like eating late in the day can, can really affect your sleep. Um, I've found for me, um, if I go to bed and I've been eating, like I'm in for, for a hell of a night. Maybe like two or three hours sleep. Yeah, so it definitely plays a huge role. Um, so definitely in a busy life, a busy lifestyle, um, if you can't get eight, eight hours, nine hours of sleep, you need to make sure that the sleep that you are getting is quality. So, so if you're running off some five or six hours of quality sleep, it's probably going to be better than eight or 10 hours of interrupted sleep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's really important, especially for mental health. Like sleep is a is a huge factor in in your mood and how it's gonna affect your thinking and tolerance of others at times. Just in a busy, busy environment and pressures of careers and settings, it's easy to to kind of fall into like reactive sort of behavior when things start going wrong and um yeah the levels of stress so and yeah cortisol in your body is is going to change and sleep's definitely definitely paramount to making sure that you can balance out some of those things so it's about balance absolutely and so, you know, I've, I've found from my experience that as I've gone along this path of creating best self, and you touched on this a bit beforehand, you know, but you know, I, I often find that I'm making at times tweaks here and there as I have awareness of limiting beliefs, pain points, or different comfort zones. So I find that with that winner learn mentality, I can continue to find new ways to adapt or add to what I currently do so I can continue to, you know, keep moving forward. And you've touched on how you've this has been a part of your life as well. So what is your perspective on the growth and mindset routines in terms of, you know, do you feel that, and I guess the sleep is a good example potentially of, you know, the opposite. Do you feel that at times there are different routines we can kind of find that really serve us well, we lock them in and, you know, stick with that for good? Or do you feel like everything is kind of always evolving and changing as we learn and grow and kind of, you know, adding new things to our repertoire. Yeah, yeah, well, I did touch on that a tiny bit. And definitely, I think that having a good foundation for a routine is important. Like sleep is something, if we go back to the sleep, sleep is something that you definitely need to, it's non-negotiable. 
It's like you got to block out that time for sleep every single day and try and make it consistent. So, I mean, other things, yeah, things can change. Things can move around. Like you might be starting a family. You might be starting a new business. Um, you might move. <laughs> you know, things, things get in the way and you've got to adapt to what's in front of you. But if you're, if you're doing something now and you've been doing the same thing for five, 10 years and it's relatively comfortable, it's, um, the hard learning point there is a lot of the time we can get caught just in, in a cycle of doing the exact same thing and that's when the growth will stop. So, so constantly pushing ourselves just a little bit, adding to that, that comfort zone and just, just stepping outside of it a little bit because um, having a great routine doesn't always mean that you're going to have a great amount of growth in your, your journey. So if you're not stepping outside of, of those routines and changing them and adapting them to suit, I guess, a new direction, whatever that might be in your life, then you're kind of just treading water <laughs> in a life that you've got. So yeah. I don't know. Does that help? Does that answer? It definitely makes sense to me. I feel like, um, you know, even at, like, as, as, as we push and do new things and we break comfort zones, I guess in a way, those things that we've established as new routines to break comfort zones can later on down the line become comfort zones themselves if we continue just doing the same thing day in, day out and getting stagnant. So, you know, there's always a new comfort zone to push, always a new comfort zone to challenge and, and a new, to find a new way to grow and keep, you know, becoming the best version of ourselves every now. So I feel like that's a really good thing for ever, ever, anyone to have awareness of that, you know, there's never really a point where you kind of just hit the ceiling and go, you know what, I've learned all there is to learn. I'm good now. You know, it's just, we, we keep on adding and really, I feel like it's like every day we're probably adding something new to add a, you know, another piece to the puzzle of what we're kind of building with our life. Yeah, I um, definitely a couple of things that you've just brought up reminds me of a, I, I did a video yesterday and I was talking about water. Um, yeah, I was at a lake and I was talking about stagnant water. And I, I think about like stagnant routines, right? And maybe stagnant behavior. So if you're living in a closed environment, you're not moving much and, and your mind's sort of just in your four walls, in your 10 foot square bedroom. And you're just, that's where you're spending your time and hanging out. It's like the air starts to smell a bit moldy and we're made up of water. So if you're not moving the, the chemicals and the toxins in your body, they're just sitting there. Like you're not flushing them out. You're not detoxing at all. And yes, if you put water in a bucket and it sits there, it's stagnant, it stinks and eventually it's poisonous. So that analogy of like being stagnant, it's, it's something that, that really rings home for me because yeah, if, if your routine's really good and eventually like the same thing over and over, you're going to get tired of it. And you start to become tired 
of what you're doing and you'll lose interest and excitement will disappear. And once the excitement starts to disappear, that's when the growth stops. So yeah, that's, I just wanted to touch on the, the, the stagnant message. Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a, an awesome thing to keep in mind. And I lo I'm loving the birds in the background. This is just such a nice little example of what you were talking about at the beginning, how you got kind of like the forest the vibe going on around you. Yeah, it's just uh, everybody's sort of getting up this morning here in the household and everywhere I go and sit, someone's going to be blasted by. So, <laughs> And the, the birds are uh, giving us a beautiful song. I love it. Yeah. That's right. sensitive, sensitive microphone. Yeah, no worries. I actually, I enjoy it. I, I, I feel like for me, that's part of the enjoyment of going outside is listening to the, 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 the tweets and the, all the sounds of nature kind of in the background. It's a nice backdrop to any kind of conversation, I feel. So, you know, having had the chance to hear a bit about yourself and some of the things that you do day to day to succeed, you know, I'm sure the listeners would love to know about how to connect with you and the impact that you're making. So can you tell us a bit about the kind of work you're doing and where we could find you or connect with you or you know, reach out to have a conversation? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've got a platform, a few different um, profiles. I have an Instagram account that I'm, that I've put out there recently just to extend the reach of the messages that I do have. And I have a group for people to take on some challenges and things like that. And that seems to be going really well on Facebook. So what I'll do on those those groups are put up some, some messages, just positive stuff. Most of the stuff I do is live. Um, unless it's on Instagram, I'll put some posts up of, of quotes pictures of where I'm, what I'm doing and where I am. Um, but yeah, most of the stuff's live and I'll just talk about perception, self-doubt, challenging sort of the limiting beliefs that we have. And um, yeah, I even do a little bit of almost visual storytelling at the same time. Um, I find opportunities out and about to talk about just concepts, ways of thinking, and and usually whatever sparks me on the day, I'm in the right place to talk about it. So occasionally I've done some sharing about my own life and recovery journey. So um, I've had an extensive experience of, of addiction and mental health, ill mental health, I should say, I guess. And uh, yeah, just trying to get the message out there that that things can really get better and things can change. And the person who's in control and in command is you. Love it. And that Love it's it. a choice to decide. Absolutely. It's definitely, I find that it's uh, such a powerful thing to hear, you know, when or i guess when, when we're able to share our genuine vulnerability and be authentic about the different kind of challenges we've had in our life and how we've overcame or how we've moved through different things and showing someone else that they're not alone that you know there is a way to grow through it and that 
it's it's just I feel like it's just nice to see you know to see that there is that out there as a way to inspire ourselves to keep going and keep trying to become our best self and not you know giving up on what we're trying to achieve there knowing that someone else has walked in that path before and found the growth that someone else might now be you know looking for and then they kind of look to yourself or, or myself and some of the sh- stories we're sharing and you know it's just like yeah. all of a sudden they don't feel like they're alone anymore that's it man it's um the, the biggest chronic illness in the world is human connection the lack of human connection so that's what i'm uh really putting out there trying to get smiles on faces and and that's it like yeah i have a painful story just like many other people but you can you can definitely feel the benefits of a smile maybe a couple of laughs here and there absolutely um so you know the number one best the the last question i'd like to ask my guests is this you know what is the number one piece of guidance that you've been given along your journey that you like to pass on to others who are in the process of healing or creating their best self? You know, is there something that stands out to you as something that's been very impactful in your own life? Yeah. Yeah, there is. I I think that there's been a few signposts along the way where there's been moments where I've been so close to just, just giving up on myself or giving up completely and, and then something will happen right at that moment when you're faced with the extreme adversity at the time. And something will get you to just keep going. A conversation, a interaction with someone else or some words. It might even be a sentence. And I remember one of the biggest defining moments in my own journey was listening to a, to a man talk about his experience with the psychosis and how he was at his wits end and the words that hung in my mind were change the narrative and um, the power to change your own story that that we're all living a life with the power to choose what we do and and what we're going to bring to our life. That's the biggest thing for me, I think, Bill is knowing that we can write our own story and change the narrative. Absolutely. I think it's definitely an important thing to for anyone to have that awareness that at the end of the day, we are the one that's, we have that power to make that choice and to kind of write that story whenever we choose. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people probably do get kind of caught up in that, that lack of hope at some point in the journey where they feel like the it's out of their control or that they can't change what is happening in their life. And so it's definitely a, you know, such a powerful message to know and to have awareness that, that you can, no matter what you've gone through, you know, 
you could be at the bottom of the barrel, but you can still climb your way back up and, you know, make something beautiful out of your life. I think even, even having experienced some really challenging moments. Yeah, that's it. It's like uh, another small thing I had in, in my mind at, at some point was, was being able to just see the beauty in your own chaos and, and the chaos around and, and how incredible the world actually is, even if it's serving you up some pretty adverse circumstances that like, it's incredible to be part of the world. And, and once you can look out there and you can see what it really is, and it's just a boundless place of opportunity. That's when it changes. Absolutely, man. I absolutely resonate 100% with that. So you know, thank you so much, Rob, for joining us today. And thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. If you want to get in touch with Rob, you can get in touch with him at The Advantage Mindset on a couple of different social medias, as he had mentioned a little bit earlier on in our conversation. But I'll as well drop a few links alongside the episode in case anyone would like to get in touch. You can get in touch with myself through Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as well, as well as uh, checking you know, this episode out on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. So as we like to you know, do to finish off the show, I'd love to remind you that I'm grateful for all of you, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. And you know, I just invite you to keep sharing the love any way you know how. Positive Energy Phil and Rob signing up for now. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace out, my friends. We will see you later.